Hello, this is Father Neil here and welcome to the May 20th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. So today we'll be looking at numbers 1117 to 1121 of the Catechism. 2. The Sacraments of the Church As she has done for the canon of Scripture and for the doctrine of the faith, the Church, by the power of the Holy Spirit who guides her into all truth, has gradually recognised this treasure received from Christ and, as the faithful steward of God's mysteries, has determined its dispensation. Thus the Church has discerned over the centuries that among liturgical celebrations there are seven that are, in the strict sense of the term, sacraments instituted by the Lord. Paragraph 1118. The sacraments are of the Church, in the double sense that they are by her and for her. They are by the Church, for she is the sacrament of Christ's action at work in her through the mission of the Holy Spirit. They are for the Church in the sense that the sacraments make the Church, since they manifest and communicate to us men, above all in the Eucharist, the mystery of communion with God who is love, one in three persons. 11.19. Forming as it were, one mystical person, with Christ the head, the Church acts in the sacraments as an organically structured priestly community. Through baptism and confirmation, the priestly people is enabled to celebrate the liturgy, while those of the faithful who have received holy orders are appointed to nourish the Church with the word and grace of God in the name of Christ. 11.20. The ordained ministry or ministerial priesthood is at the service of the baptismal priesthood. The ordained priesthood guarantees that it really is Christ who acts in the sacraments through the Holy Spirit for the Church. The saving mission, entrusted by the Father to his incarnate Son, was committed to the Apostles and through them to their successors. They received the Spirit of Jesus to act in his name and in his person. The ordained minister is the sacramental bond that ties the liturgical action to what the apostles said and did, and through them to the words and actions of Christ, the source and foundation of the sacraments. 11.21 The three sacraments of baptism, confirmation and holy orders confer in addition to grace a sacramental character or seal by which the Christian shares in Christ's priesthood and is made a member of his church according to different states and functions. The configuration to Christ and to the Church brought about by the Spirit is indelible. It remains forever in the Christian as a positive disposition for grace, a promise and guarantee of divine protection and a vocation to divine worship and to the service of the Church. Therefore, these sacraments can never be repeated. Okay, very well. So this section dealing with uh, how the sacraments are related to the church. The sacraments of the church. And uh, of the church in the sense that they're by the church and for the church. So they're by the church because the church is the place to find the sacraments. The sacraments take place in the church. I'm using church in the term Catholic church, obviously. Not the building. You can have a sacrament anywhere. You can, uh, you know, you can... Again, the churches are the ideal place to have sacraments, but it's possible to have confession somewhere else or um, somebody can uh, have mass somewhere else when the Pope 
travels, for example, many times he'll have um, the, the, the sacrament, he'll, have the, he'll celebrate Mass in a football stadium or something like that. And um, they're not exactly sacred places. But so the sacrament can take place anywhere if there needs be. I mean, sacraments have taken place in terrible places, in the concentration camps, in really horrendous places, in the trenches, in the war. Uh, but uh, they can take place anywhere, but they always take place in the church. And since so the church with a capital C, the, um, the, the Holy Catholic Church, that the sacraments are present there. The sacraments are present in this church and the church gives the sacraments. And since the sacraments are meaningless outside of the church, to a certain, if we go down to a really technical level, certain um, certain groups that have broken with the Catholic Church, yes, they can have sacraments. Yes, the sacraments are valid from a technical point of view, but they they don't give grace to send in a, to a great degree without outside of the church. And the church is the place for the sacraments. And on the other hand, the church is the is built up by the sacraments. If you don't have the Eucharist, you don't have the church. If you don't have the, um, obviously if you don't have baptism, you don't have the church. But if you don't have priests, if you don't have holy orders, you're not going to have the Eucharist, so you're not really going to have the church properly speaking. And uh, so the sacraments build up the church. There's this relationship, the sacraments come from the church, but they also nourish the church and help the church. And to see that, um, in a sense, that the um, many, some of the sacraments, it finishes saying that the, um, uh, that some of the sacraments leave uh, an indelible seal Baptism, confirmation, holy orders. They're sacraments that can't be repeated. If you're baptized, you can't be baptized again. If you receive confirmation of the Catholic Church once, well, you can't go and say, well, I feel it's wearing out. Or if somebody ordained a priest or a bishop or a deacon, that's it. You don't say, well, I need, I need a bit of renewal. If you need some renewal, you go on a retreat. If you need some renewal, you go to confession. If you need some renewal, you, uh, you, you pray. But you can't receive the sacrament again. Because sacrament is unrepeatable. This is often uh, one of the things that today people complain about. Sometimes people campaign and they want to have their name removed from the baptismal register. And uh, in a sense you can't do it because it's a recording historical event. And the church says that you can't repeat baptism. Somebody can, if doesn't want to be Catholic anymore, in a sense that's their business. They, don't have to, they just don't have to call themselves Catholic. They just stop going to church. But um, the church always considers somebody who's baptized as being a Catholic. No matter what happens, if you've been baptized, you've been baptized. End of story. And whether what you want to do with it yourself, in your freedom, you can do what you want. Again, the church hopes and prays that every baptized member of the church will live a Christian life, will live a holy life. But it's not as if the, the Pope is going to send uh, two of his Swiss guards to your house and get you out of bed on a Sunday morning and make sure you go to church or put you in jail if you stop going to church or deny the, or deny the faith. This isn't what it's about at all. It's about really discovering how God um, is present in the church, how God is present in the sacraments, how these sacraments help us. And in the end of the day, we're free in front of them. So anyway, so these sacraments really are sacraments of the church. So tomorrow we'll continue. And tomorrow we'll be looking at numbers 1122 to 1126. God bless.